Oh dear. Yeah. Hey, um, Josh, I see you're on. Uh, this is Dave Messina. Shall we? Uh, uh, I think we may have a quorum, or did you want to wait a couple minutes? No, I think we're good to go. Uh, I was okay. just going to throw one more uh, post in the thing, get a couple more people in here if they want to join, and sure. From there, we're this really we're isn't ready to uh, rock. this is really isn't a governance meeting. Pretty much just an open forum for the community to come and give us feedback and direction. Okay, great. Then I'll I'll listen. Kujo said at everyone. Voice chat is live. Jump in. That's my <laughs> I call him Mr. Motorface. He That's awesome. Ah, <laughs> <sighs> Mr. Motorface, he he has a personality, so if he jumps in and you don't expect it, I'm sorry. That's all right. Hey, first off, I'd like to welcome Zoe back after her extended absence. Uh, <laughs> glad to have you back, girl. So. I'm really glad to be back. <laughs> it's been way too long. So, um, first off, uh, that's big, pretty big deal. Um, second, second off, uh, we wrapped up the glossary uh, this last week and kind of dropped that into the the Pathfinder group, but. Give me a second, and I will drop a link to that in the uh, general group. And you'll have to excuse me. It's like eight pages long. So I don't think that – I mean, I don't I don't want to sit here and go over everything with that. But um, it is there if you guys see something. If you're perusing it during the chat and you see something that needs to be fixed or a definition that can be kind of cleared up, uh, feel free to drop a note in or – uh, shoot me a direct message or anything like that. So while I'm dropping that, Sean, uh, do you want to jump in with anything? Uh, I don't have anything new this week. I know we were talking about filing last week with um, with Chad and uh, Dave. So I'm just curious about where that's at and, and if there's anything more needed from us on I can respond to that. This is Dave. Um, uh, we have we're uh, waiting for a couple of questions to be answered back from the attorneys that that I had. There were uh, references the um, FPV um, Freedom Coalition will be um, registered in the state of Virginia. So there are uh, some uh, there are several uh, code references in the Articles of Incorporation that reference specific specifics to Virginia uh, law that I had some questions about. And my background is in for-profit. So as a, a non-profit, I had some uh, some questions uh, on uh, disbursements, but more mechanics. So we've got uh, 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 very, very much uh, details uh, that just go back and forth. Nothing that I think is of a, a material nature. Um, the the next step where we could use some help is we need to create a set of bylaws for uh, the uh, FPVFC, and, uh, and so that's uh, something that uh, maybe the uh, Pathfinder group can um, work on, and I'm I'm happy to help uh, edit and write, but it's uh, th that would uh, that's a requirement for filing. Uh, it is included in the in the documents. I do Got have it. that. I do have that underway. Uh, it's just kind of slow going this week but i did put in some work on it awesome. uh, a couple of days ago and today um but 
trying to write things in legal form is a little taxing on me. So sure. sure. Um, but I've got about five pages. I've kind of been using the AMAs because those are published as kind of a guideline. And I um, whipped up a quick, I had a form. There was a free form on a website that kind of helped get the standard stuff in there. Mm-hmm. And then kind of editing to fit our needs um, so that we can kind of look over that. I'll drop that in here in a second as well. Okay. Yeah. And it, of course, needs to be uh, relevant to a nonprofit, which I'm learning um, more and more about. Uh, but the uh, the board structure, uh, officer structure, uh, requirements uh, for minutes, voting, things of that nature are uh, uh, are uh, consistent profit to nonprofit, so whatever template you found should be uh, uh, useful. And uh, uh, kind of using the uh, AMA as a template, I think, is uh, ideal. And that's uh, certainly in the states. You know, that's the model of it appears to be as the CBO for the AMA. So uh, that's good. Absolutely. And I know uh, one of the the form I had didn't have the membership aspect to it. So kind of going through that. Um, that's where I'm at right now. Um, getting that kind of aligned and, um, but we, we will need to define, you know, what our memberships are going to be like our classes or categories, um, and, uh, that kind of stuff. So, um, that's where I'm at right now with it. Uh, give me a second. I'll drop that in. Okay. Are you attempting to write this all in legalese from the get go? So the form that it comes in is in the legalese that we require. Um, so I've been using that as kind of a template of how to word it along with the AMA's bylaws as kind of a template on how to word things. But again, modifying it for our needs in our language, you know, as much as I can, and then the lawyers can take it, or maybe even Dave can take it and kind of, you know, dress it up the way it needs to be dressed up. Sure. I, I guess my thought is uh, if we're going to solicit feedback from some people here, um, it needs to be in a language they understand. So if you guys do pull out, you know, points of contention or questions or things that we probably should look at, maybe put them in a plain language so them before we do. And on the membership stuff, does that have to be included into the bylaws, or can that be referenced at all from a second document in case it changes? So from what I'm seeing, most of the bylaws for membership-based organizations are um, in the bylaws. Got it. But legally, I don't know. I mean, we can reference a, a conflict of interest policy separate from the bylaws and separate from the Articles of Incorporation. So, I mean, there might be a standard there in which we can do that. But if we're going to be a CBO, a community-based organization, which is also a membership-based organization by the uh, uh, FAA standards, then we're going to have to have that for approval as a CBO either way. But whether we would need it for approval as a nonprofit is another question. So, Sean, you've added a uh, another question that I that I'll that I've noted here that I'll ask uh, the a uh, couple of attorneys, which is um, 
Oh, do we have to refile if we change the uh, the bylaws? Uh, which, of course, we would not want to have to refile. And certainly, changing bylaws is something that uh, that that is a, a pretty matter of course in uh, my experience. Yeah, these levels of the. I, I mean, I don't think the the mat, the the fact that we have members or not is is in question, but whether or not what the levels look like, how they're defined, how many that those types of details is something we might want to remain dynamic or, or flexible on in the future. Right. Yeah. In, in normal structure, is it a, uh, do we want to uh, catalog it as a, a policy, which goes into the, you know, the highest level structure of the organization that would be incorporated in the articles of incorporation, or do we document it in a procedure or practice that yeah, it's you know a little, it's a lot looser, and it's something that we can control dynamically. Exactly, yeah, that's that's kind of what I'm thinking. So maybe when looking at that membership section, um, it can be a little bit generic to account for that. Allow some some movement in the future. Um, just I'm not I'm not thinking that there's you know it's kind of up in the air. We don't know what it looks like. Um, it's just that it might be subject to change um, right, based on right, the conditions right. of the environment. Yeah, yeah, I take your point. Uh, you know, you're not on a uh, on a point of membership. You're on a more general. Hey, you know, what's our ability to change this? And once we lock, you know, once it there, it's written and submitted to uh, uh, the IRS. I think that's a really good point. And, and the changes to the articles do require resubmission, which is expensive and time-consuming. And so we you know, we would like to try to avoid that. Keep that in mind. <laughs> that's great i gotta get me one of those man so just, just be off cooking eggs and it reads it to you <laughs> wait wait i could actually ask the the computer what time it is it says let's see mr motorface motorface not gonna do it anyway it's like alexa <laughs> but motorface <laughs> So for the um, the glossary that we put together, this one here is this the um, extensive one or the one that just references items that were um, that we? That's a fully extensive one. That's like eight eight or ten pages. All right, so this would be standalone for the website. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, if everybody could take a look at that, go through it with a fine tooth comb, and find something we did wrong and tell us. Also, if you guys see, um, have any terms or concepts or ideas in, in your FPV hobby that you do not see here, maybe suggest them as well. And then we got a bylaws straw man. So this is the thing that I'm going to have to go read through and try to understand too. Yeah, keep in mind, it's still a work in progress. I'm also trying to modify the, the form that it's in. Um, so it's all cohesive. <clears throat> so that it fits with the rest of our documents. But um, so the first couple sections are complete. Um, there's some basic membership settings in there for adult and youth. Um, but we can set up like special, like the AMA has special memberships, stuff like that. Um, set up that, you know, anybody who's 
some of the key points would be anybody who's working for the FPV Freedom Coalition, whether it be board of directors, officers, or anybody else, still needs to be a due-paying member, you know, all that kind of stuff. So um, everybody's on the same level in terms of that. So there's no, like, special... Um, like, uh, like fringe benefits or anything like that for anybody in terms of not paying membership or anything. So everybody contributes, everybody's a part of it. So on the membership stuff, um, I kind of like had some thoughts about creatively tying it to FAA exceptions. So if we wanted to do that in the future, I wonder how, like, do we have to have that stuff defined in here, or, or like we were talking before, can we reference that? You know, def, you know, certain membership, special memberships will be defined, you know, in another document, but we leave a placeholder here for them. The idea, pretty much, is that if FPV pilots want to take a high-level competency test to display that they can um, explore and discover new fly spots in a safe way. Almost like, you know, a higher level of FPV pilot, right? Somebody who is qualified to establish flight lines or something like that, that would can then gain exceptions from the FAA. Um, some of these paths to like be online a site and flying without a spotter and things like this might live in that area. But I think that membership might be the way to go to define those people. Might be a combination of membership and education. Yeah, I would say that this is probably going to involve a competency test of some kind, unfortunately. At that level, at least. At a normal membership level, I don't think that, like, displaying the ability to do these things would have to be a requirement of that member. So, like, a basic knowledge test? Sort of. I mean, the basic knowledge test is probably what the FAA is going to force all of us to take. But what, what I would say is a test that would test somebody's ability to analyze and think, you know, more of in a vacuum, right? Using all the tools they know, uh, what is their, their knowledge, skills, and abilities when it comes to flying safely, finding places to possibly fly without a spotter or be online a site safely. Okay. Makes sense. Hey, this is, this is this possibly is years down, down the road, though. And I gotta say, just reading the document, there's a lot in there already. I just gotta say good work. <laughs> like, that's quite a bit of stuff already compiled. Which um, one are you talking about? The glossary? Yeah, just the work in progress from Kojo. Um, it's, it's pretty good. Like, it actually covers quite a bit, even though it's just a start. It's quite a start. Um, I've missed a lot, apparently. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, we've done a lot. The website's actually changed a bunch. We should probably take a look at that, see where this fits in as yeah, well. Yeah, I was just going to ask if she had a chance to take a look at that. Now I'm going to do that now since I'm actually live streaming them as well. Drop so. the link in, sir. A bit on yeah, what everything. you were just mentioning, me, me and Dave Messina earlier were talking about it. I was telling him how things are done in, in Europe. Uh, over here in terms of uh, training uh, I've done both I've done both commercial operator license training in Poland as well as um, getting a membership within the Dutch flying clubs and what they require 
And I think it's a good idea uh, for you guys to kind of establish a set of, uh, you know, standard standard operating procedures as sort of recommendations at first, but then you can go and build on that and build kind of a certification process, which which can could also be used, for example, for insurance in the future. Oh yes, yes. This is exactly what I'm talking standard. about. But but I wouldn't wait till it's you know years down the line because it takes years to build it up, and in the meantime, by doing it, you're showing to the to to your potential partners that you are taking a proactive approach to it, and you are actively promoting safe operations. Well, you brought up you just brought up a, a real a, 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 the word insurance, which really set off a bell for me. And that that is see, I didn't see a means to do what you're saying until you mentioned insurance. And then that like Bing, like there it is. If members wanted to get gain this higher level designation, certification, or level, I, I really want to disguise it as a membership. Let's not call it a certification. Um, if they want to gain this higher level of coalition membership, they then gain access to probably you know maybe a cheaper level of insurance. Like that would be incentive to do that now in lieu of FAA, um, you know, exception. Yeah, that. Go ahead. Oh, that does involve getting the insurance companies involved, and I do not believe we have really, you know, started that up yet due to due to us not being filed. So, that is that gets into the monetary. And I, I definitely think that that's. Uh... That's an idea. Uh, to make the, to to retell the story quickly, um, basically flying here in the Netherlands, there's of course a lot of people doing that illegally. Uh, but if you want to fly within uh, within an organized uh, environment, you have the opportunity to to do that. You become a member. You become a member of the flight club, which is associated with a national organization, and you need to show to the flight club instructors that uh, you need to present certain skills in flying and operating uh, whether it's a drone or a flying model and uh, there's great emphasis on safe operation preparation for flight i've seen people fail because they didn't check the propellers before flight but once that was drilled into them they would immediately get the so-called brevet and then they were allowed to legally fly because the instructor would sign his name on it and that document would go to the to the KNVVL, which is the master organization. And only then are you insured, but in case something ha would happen, there's there would always be a, a full investigation, not just for the flight, but the whole running of the operation like everything you did from the moment you showed up to the moment the thing went down sort of who does those investigations there um i don't know uh, the one time i saw it done it was done by a member of my club who's also within the the mother organization but in case there is an accident, um, usually, you know, if it's if <laughs> you don't want to get the, the, the civilian aviation authority involved, right? 
uh, but uh, so we not will, if you don't have this, to. No, not in not uh, not if you don't have to. In case they get involved, then it's completely out of the hands of anybody else at that point. But in this case, it was a the, the mother organization trying to see if there wasn't a problem with how the club was run. Just to got be on it, the safe side. It. So when they when they complete something like that, did they publish it transparently and openly? Kind of find root causes, like a lessons learned, like and tell everybody, you know, don't you know, don't do it this way anymore. Uh, there is a cer certainly there's an you know after report. It's public in that way that the club members knew about it. The club members were told about it. Everybody involved was informed uh, there were certain recommendations made but because it was a minor accident that didn't involve any damage to public property or anything like that uh and there was no no casualties of any sort uh, it was simply said okay guys you need to move a little bit to the left in that particular case <laughs> it was literally just uh, changing the area of operations for the club yeah, it's like finely tuning your safety guidelines. Exactly. It's not a bad idea, but it takes a lot of time and manpower. And sometimes in America, those things take months. And no, it, it, you know, a reasonable, a reasonable approach. They, they, they asked for a step-by-step -step description of of what was done, um, why, why the crash happened, and it was just a you know, expert view at from the club guys basically and that was it they didn't escalate it beyond but obviously we're you know if it was there was an insurance claim then the insurance company comes in and so on so this would go into our iterative review of our safety guidelines guys so if we do have like say okay so we go we file we're all official and everything our safety guidelines go out and people start flying under them right um, if something happens, we find flaws in it, or we find it's not working, we do have to review it in this way. So we'll have to dissect any kind of incident, figure out, figure out if there was any issues with the aircraft or people or with the guidelines. That was Absolutely. Weird. I think that that's definitely important. Um, I would completely agree with that. Uh, we've, I think we've talked about reviewing our safety guidelines initially, just um, I think biannually, twice a year. But this really is a more proactive, you know, thing that we have to be worried about all the time. All right, so. Um... Any comments on the glossary or work in progress just while we're kind of in that area? Comments on the website. Zoe, is that background noise coming from you? Yeah, it sounds like she's trying to contact aliens or talk to dolphins or something. That is so weird. The wonders of cellural, cellular Wi-Fi. There we go. Thank you, Zoe. All right. So, um, by zero, talk about some of the changes you made on the website, bud. I'm sorry. Did you just say something? I was distracted. 
No, you're fine. Uh, you want to talk about some of the changes you made on the website? Um, I haven't made any changes since our last meeting. Uh, I don't know if we went through everything. I know we discussed some potential changes and we, we made a few minor things uh, during the meeting. Yeah, we added the community tab, which we'll have to come up with some content solutions for. There's just a, a basic placeholder there of getting the community involved to give us links uh, and places and stuff to put on there, but there's nothing there yet. Have we discussed, you know, having a forum of some kind um, involved in that? Area? Yeah, I'm a little bit limited in what Squarespace offers, I think. I can definitely put blogs and give people the ability to, to post, you know, their own blog kind of stuff there, but I don't think Squarespace really has a, a full-on, like, forum. Not that I've noticed yet. No, that would have to be added in. Uh, it would separately. be like uh, PHPBB, and then you you link the databases and stuff. It's a pain in the butt. Yeah, so it just runs parallel. Um, it's possible, but let's uh, let's get the core functionality working, and then uh, we can add stuff like that. But yeah, it's what do you think possible. about that, Chad? I mean, because it I mean, it opens up a can of words with having to moderate it and all these types of things. I mean, is it a good idea to have a forum of yeah. our own for this? Absolutely. You know, eventually. Um, I think, um, you know, we want to make sure when we launch it that, you know, we, we know exactly what we want from it and, you know, and how it's going to function, um, you know, because I've, I've started a couple now and, uh, you know, you just, when, when you launch them, you, you need to be really clear about how they're intended to be used. Um, and, and then they usually build on themselves after that. So, yeah, I absolutely think we should have it. I just want to get the core function of the website going first. What would be nice is actually to possibly change the Facebook group over to a Facebook page for more of an outlet and then turn this internal forum, not even into sections, just one section, FPVFC section, forum section, and that become our, you know, what we've been using the Facebook for not very effective. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think, um, and believe it or not, the topic matter kind of um, helps I don't want to say dictate, but different topics are do better in different types of forums. Exactly. Um, the more casual it is, the better Facebook is for it. The more technical and, and like this, you know, we're talking about legal and bylaws, and, you know, things like that. I think it would be more appropriate to be like a forum. As far as making the website, like officially launching the website, um, are you still waiting to hear back from the lawyers about that? Or do you have a plan? Let's get some feedback from everybody. I, I mean, first off, I think we need to have everything as done as we can make it. You know, let's get the glossary popped up. Um, the bigger glossary. I know you've got one up there. Um, and then... Uh, Let's get some content on the community page. Uh, the, the more finished we can make it, the better off we'll be at launch. Um, that way we're not looking like we're still under construction. Sounds good. That's sort of why I brought up the community tab. Like if we're, if we're seriously talking about publishing this before we go live with our filing, then we would need to make sure that it's completely done. Yeah, I can definitely well, also just hide the community page until we've got content and bring that live later. Yeah, I was going to say I would I would recommend yeah, we just start 
simpler and then bring in community later um, because we'll we'll start getting some feedback you know whether it come through discord or the facebook forums that'll help us shape that portion of it that's true what do you what how do you guys feel about releasing this website before we're done filing i mean is this what do you guys think about that, that that's the real question here is do, do we do we keep the website and just continually polish it and tune it until we're done with our filing and then we go live with everything at once or do we go live with the website now to help drum up um interest I, I like the website a lot. I really um, would like to get it. I know I was the one that said, let's wait and you know hear more from legal, but but legal takes forever. So um, I'm kind of chomping at the bit to get it live. Dave, I usually go to you for stuff like this. What, uh, what are your thoughts on it going live um, before we get everything filed? I think if we uh, simply put it uh, a caveat, on it so that we're that we're not claiming that the organization is uh, in place and uh, in existence because if we claim that it's a nonprofit and a CBO uh, that before we're granted that by the IRS you know we're stating something that uh, if you know if part of the review is to glance at the uh, at the website and if, if I were working in the IRS I'd be annoyed but you know if it said clearly hey you know that we're you know, we've submitted, uh, you know, the application, you know, the application to the IRS has been submitted to gain our nonprofit status so that we, you know, can then work with the FAA to become a CBO. I think that's, you know, that's good. And that should drum up interest because I, I do believe it's going to take, you know, months of uh, review, uh, you know, first with the uh, IRS and then second with the, uh, with the FAA. We yeah, can double right. check, but I don't think the website states anything about us actually being a nonprofit yet. Well, let's see if there's any hinting, you know, or if there, you know, if there's an implication that it's a CBO or, you know, what's the. So I think um, we need a, a a good deep review of the website. Just make sure there's no none yep. of that language in there, and then maybe somewhere on the homepage, just say we are currently, you know, undergoing filing status for mm -hmm. our 501c3 and yada, 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 in hopes to become a CBO recognized by the FAA um, <clears throat> on that front page. And that that's kind of our placeholder and it can be there, you know, in the, at the, you know, top of the intro page or let's see, um, Maybe like right under why FPV flight is worth protecting, right above the the links there. Um, I would say right above that, next to the latest uh, coalition. Like this would be like latest status news stuff. It'd be okay. right next to those top two items. Okay, so we can definitely um, put that on there and and have that there. Yeah, that sounds great. If you wanted to add that, Cujo, <clears throat> I can do that. You know the the one thing that we should be clear about is um because anybody that's interested in this and that goes their 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 first question most likely is going to be you know what can i do like if they want to get involved so we should have that answered um for them you know through the website somehow because at this point you know we what can they do that that's the other concern about maybe getting it up before we've got everything filed. Yeah, the website, well, on the top right corner, there's the take action kind of highlighted area. And that just tells you to apply uh, to fill out that 
Google Doc, I think, and then join Discord. Yep. So maybe on that page there, on this take action page, what Chad is saying is some sort of ex, 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 uh, paragraphs or two that's already, uh, you know, answering their questions that we can foresee. An FAQ of sorts. And right now, I mean, people can submit photos. They can join these meetings and provide feedback. They can jump in and volunteer their time. But we don't really have anything major because all, all these guys who have jumped in have kind of tackled all these major things. And now we're kind of like the hurry up and wait phase. So you could also have a dynamic kind of status of like current tasks, you know, like weekly tasks you can put up there to communicate these things to people in case they see one. Yeah, yeah, I think adding some more to that page would be great. Maybe uh, have a paragraph explaining where we're at on one side, and then on the other side, we can have something that we the pathfinding team can maintain and um, outsource work. May I recommend that we? Uh, uh, take down the HR 302 annotated copy. Why is that? Um, Just because it's a lot of opinion. Exactly. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good, that's a good reason. I think the FAQ does it and most of the FPV pilots we know are too lazy enough to dive into that thing anyway. <laughs> Yeah, I would agree that the FAQ kind of covers most of that information. Um, so we can pull that down. And especially when we undergo FAA review as a CBO, that probably won't sit too well. Exactly. It's it's primarily been used internally, and it can continue to be. Exactly. Yep. Okay. It's done. Sweet. Oh, one more thing. Speaking of G36's work. Um, he has put together the timeline for the FAA's, um, requirement. We should take a look at this thing because it is a ton of information. And where is that, Sean? Dig it up here. G36, you got it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I do. I'm, I'm just looking at it on the site itself. Let me see if I can pop it up. So this this document is a new document that was produced this week um, by the coalition. I guess we could just call it the the, the deadlines document. But this is cool. Um, in its current form, it's a, it's useful for us. I don't know if it's presentable like to the uh, community. Maybe it would need to be you know put into something you know like a timeline or something fancy for the website so people can click and mouse over or go over whatever. But at the same time, this is very dated information. It has a time limit and it's going to expire. Its usefulness is going to expire soon. So this is something that I'd like to get out to the community very quickly and get spread around so that it could be repeated and people know what the score is. It also puts pressure on the FAA. When the FAA knows that we've propagated this, they know that everybody knows and they're going to be holding their feet to the fire. It's dated information. That's a perfect infibly. There's so few of those. <laughs> Sorry. No, that's, that's, that's it's quite aging The proper term would be this is aging information every second. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm looking at it. This is excellent. 
So um, I don't know. I don't think there's any legal questions here. This is pretty much the right. regulations interpretation, guys. Right. Um, this is a list. So, yeah, the real question is what form do we want to get it out there? And is this form good enough for the purpose of getting it out quickly? Boy. I think it is pristine clear. Yeah, it's, it's just a header with the highlights as the dates progress. So you mm -hmm. know what to expect and when, and then you have to go back into the regulations and dive and into got, it if you're interested in that particular topic. Yeah, and you've got the section reference right there. This this is a lot this was a lot of work. Thank you. Yeah, I I thought it would be like, you know, fairly small with some major items, but <laughs> I didn't realize it was 10 pages. This is incredible information. Yeah, that that turned out to be ridiculously long, but great information. This might be something, you know, if we're planning on putting the website out, you can throw up and link to the website kind of thing. At some point, we want to stop pasting all of our documents and information out on RC groups and Facebook and point people to our website. It's yeah, this could go underneath the, the additional resources part of the website. I think you guys aren't putting enough, uh, enough emphasis on the resources on the website, honestly. Uh, like I'm never say, going to be a member of your organization because say more. Uh, say more. What What you mean by not enough emphasis on the resources? I'm not arguing. So, I'm, I, I'm interested I in the point. I understand. I'm never going to be a member of your organization, so I'm really here just observing and you know having a chat. Uh, when I go to that website, it takes me about five minutes to find a reason to keep browsing and that's resources, the, the checklists. I just found them right now. But I have to click, I will first click from left to right and that's the last thing you, on that list, number one. And, and I would simply recommend that what you need to do is take this website as it is and show to somebody who's not on here, who's not involved, who's not interested and see how they react to it. And if there is something on there that will start reeling them in sort of thing, I understand that's not necessarily what you're trying to achieve with the website, maybe, but what will the average FPV Joe do when he sees it? He'll open it, look at one or two links and then click, click you know, cl to close. I think you need to put more things out there to to make to to put to get people involved, interested, give them so something. You, so, are you talking more educational resources or? Um, That's up to you. No, I'm That's, just I'm just I'm questioning what you would be looking for as part of the website. No, he, what he's saying is that if if we look at it from left to right, home, about us, team, press, safety, resources, what he's saying is resources, which is pretty much the meat and potatoes, the, the, the product that we have produced thus far, our service is kind of minimized by being down at the bottom over there. Whereas this is pretty much our greatest value to the community. We could move this straight. This this is kind of in front of like us, the team, right? This This information is more important to the community than who we are. You know, you have, yeah, you have yeah, different okay. targets there, obviously, right? You want to integrate the community, one, but you also want to be able to do the behind-the-scenes things, right? But you can't do the behind-the-scenes things if you don't have anybody standing behind you or not a whole lot of people. 
actively standing behind it. So you have to essentially create a product for them. Whatever yeah, exactly. that may be in the future, if it could be training videos, it can be, um, you know, if if a mom wants to know uh, what FPV is before she spends money for her son, there should be a website, there should be a page or a video explaining to her that it is safe, this is what, and these are the advantages of doing it, and this is how you do it safely, you know, uh, a lot of PR, essentially and nothing to do with what you're doing on a daily basis, but it will bring people in and it will also establish you as an organization uh, okay. that, that has a voice. Yep. So that's my thing. More, more content that, that keeps people interested in the site and in the organization as a whole. So I get, I get where you're coming from. Thank you, sir. We did talk briefly, and no one's done this yet, but of creating sort of an introductory video uh, like an about us video or something so that would sort of tie into what he's saying not and necessarily right on the main page not necessarily I could, I mean, about us but what i think what he's saying is more of a getting started in fpv or what is this all of it take it even further back right like imagine FPV? somebody who's no idea what this is all about clicking on a video right and I mean, we can we can create videos if if people would be willing to do that. Um, I can write articles. Um, that that's simple enough um, that we can get up there. Like, what is FPV or getting started in FPV? Um, that that is something we can definitely pursue. Um, that's some great feedback. Thank you. And I also think you guys should utilize the fact that Black Friday and Christmas is coming up. So if you could produce a fly safe uh, infomercial before then. True story. <laughs> hey, Zoe, are you taking notes on this? I was just going to say that I know someone who's good at making things like infomercials. <laughs> uh, yeah, we can't hear you, Zoe. Apparently she Something's sounds messed like a up. Chipmunk. I don't think I don't think it's dolphins she's communicated with. I think it's squirrels. Just type music, Zoe. musical chipmunk. So there's a so I like Janik's uh, recommendation a lot. And when I think of a, a another group I'm involved in, it's uh, related to um, old BMW motorcycles. And as they're 50 years old or they're about, there are fewer and fewer people that work on these things and. So tips and techniques and where you can get parts and uh, any how-to you can find. And so because the stage of FPV right now is very uh, DIY, very much, you know, we have to all be geeks to uh, be able to get these things in the air, uh, learning and, you know, you know, links to Joshua Bardwell's site, links to useful uh, tips and techniques, you know, what is it, you know, getting started i think you know if you you know click on the website and it's like uh you know how do you you know how do i get there and what can i download what you know what's a freebie here on this site is there swag you know part of the community so embracing and you know a big bear hug around um anyone who's interested in fpv i think is a a great notion Starting to list these resources and link to them would probably be the first step. I don't think mm -hmm. that the, the, all of these people are working on their own content, their own stuff. So we don't want to necessarily say Recreate. like, oh, come work on our stuff. Yeah, we don't want to Agreed. reinvent the wheel. 
So you got like, uh, you even got steel with this FPV Bible I'm looking at. You got Bardwell. You got people going back way far. And it's always changing. It's always updating. And these uh -huh. people are constantly working on it. And we could be linking to that right from our resources. Agreed. I'm sure that they would appreciate it too because it's just giving them attention. Yeah. Now, are, are we at the point where we feel comfortable kind of, I guess, linking up uh shops and and you know like get fpv team black sheep all these other different you know places to get parts are we comfortable that number one they would be okay with us putting their, their links on our site which i'm sure they would because it's more traffic for them but on the same time are we comfortable with saying yes they want to be affiliated with us i think it would have fashion? to be kind of a partnership we'd want to communicate with them i don't think we'd want to just be shoving links on the site from people we haven't talked to or people that are not friends. Most of these people we know or somebody knows, you know, somebody who knows them. So it's no big deal. We can get a hold. Flight test is a good um, content producer. A lot of that real beginner stuff too, which is good, which is, you know, parent friendly and, and family friendly and the yeah, and there's uh, Get FPV's Learn site, which I'm I've been involved with, so uh, which has a lot of good content on it as well. Yeah, all the guys. guys. In fact, Get FPV, ReadyMade RC, I think are some of the big ones. They they would totally be down. Another thing you might want to do is uh, start a listing of uh, safe flying locations where people could can learn to fly or can go and meet other people and fly if there's it's anything like that. I don't know I if don't you know want, if to want to to, to uh, link back to a AMA sites. A lot of it is done. A, a lot of the FPV spot organization is done by local groups. So most of the time at the national level in the US, FPV pilots will be referred to their local uh, community which will be smaller local communities that keep tabs of their spots and maintain all that. The AMA is completely outside of that, though. Yes, but yeah, I mean, but like, I mean, you know, like, one central one... point where you can get as much knowledge about doing it the right way as possible. And, and you know, just even though you're just repeating potentially the information, I wouldn't know right now if I were planning if, to go, for example, to New York next week. I wouldn't even know where to look for places to fly. I liked what Sean mentioned a couple of meetings ago where under our education area, there would be a, like how to find a safe place to fly or what to look for, how to know a place is safe. Um, and then you would apply that to wherever you happen to be. That's for like more expert FPV pilots, I guess, or somebody that's wanting to you know leave the ama club and go go out and maybe do some more cowboy stuff but i think what this is more like reference material right so uh, a beginner fpv pilot who wants to fly fpv he may figure out how to build one and he's sitting at home with his mom it's like okay now it's time to go fly it who do we talk to around here in our town they might not even have a, they have no resources in that respect other than random pirate fpv facebook groups and stuff from local communities like we all know them i know a lot of, i know most of the nationwide groups and they break down into smaller regions and everything and so we just point them to the subject matter experts in any given area um, like when people travel 
they'll they'll ask what Facebook group do I need to join because I'm going to be in this area. You know, I want to talk to the FPV experts in this area. So how do I reach them? And it'll either be a forum, a Facebook group, a Discord or something, right? But we're just so loose. We're so unofficial and loose. Um, it's kind of hard to account for that. It's kind of hard to organize that. And if we go and make a big map and put all the spots on it, we'll just piss them all off because they're kind of like secret spots a lot to these groups. So we kind of have to embrace their culture, our constituents um, at this point. And we're not necessarily... Um, can, we're not necessarily advocating for people who are looking for an AMA flying field. Does that make sense? Hey, uh, create a create a little forum link and looking for a spotter. Or or you could have like like uh, Chad was talking about the forum breaking it down into sections. We could have regional sections. The Mountaineers do this. It's obvious, you know, you have different sections of the forum for different mountain ranges, depending on where you're going and who are you going to ask that knows about that area, right? So, like, if I'm traveling to California, I'll go ask in the FPV, uh, in the FPV forum for California, say, hey, guys, what's up? Where I want to fly this and that. Who do I hook up with, you know? And you see some of that in, like, uh, the Rotorite group or some of the other groups. People are like, hey, traveling here, where do I go? You know? Exactly. Yeah, and, totally. Uh, <clears throat> but the other thing that we could i think definitely do is on the community page we could create links to the facebook groups of of at least the ones we know of or the ones that you know maybe somebody could go out there and just start locating all these groups um you know because there's you know three or four for arizona uh i'm sure california has 50 or 100 but as many as we could find and get that up on the community page when we're ready to release that um so people you know maybe by state have you know, um, something where they can go to and say, hey, you know, like Rip and AZ is good for the Phoenix area. And then you got, you know, whatever the North, you know, the, the Flagstaff area group is and, and so on and so forth. So, This is kind of like a community Rolodex. It's a concept of yeah. actually, it, I have come to the idea a couple of times. Like we need one for insurance companies. We need one for donors. We need one for vendors. We need one for the community. We need one for educational resources. We need to start building a contact book. That's a lot of work. That's something that we can put up on the volunteer page. Somebody wants to volunteer to help with doing that kind of stuff. It's probably going to take a team. Yep, you're working now. So you're talking I about like a wiki, yeah. Like a like a wiki basically for FPV that has Dude, an FPV wiki like for oh, beginners be would be kind of sick. So you can <laughs> also have the region area, you can break it down by region, have people in it, the groups. I mean, I've been thinking about an FPV wiki for a while. Like we need it. It's something that communities needed for a long time. I agree, Squishy. That would also, a wiki format would also allow the community to help build the content because this is not something one person. No, exactly. it's going to take a team. It's going to take a team of people and, a, and it's going to take the entire community um, to keep it up to date. Um, we'll just have to moderate it. Exactly. It's not a bad idea. What do you think, Chad? Sorry, I was muted. Um, I think, no, I... I I love it. What's the what's the time frame? Uh, this is probably be something that would uh, take months. We could probably have this ready by the time the filings. Well, who 
yeah, so I guess if we can find consistent moderators, then absolutely, or not moderators, but um, contributors. Yeah, whatever you want to call people it. People willing it to make sure people aren't abusing it. Yes. Yeah, I guess we do need moderators. I don't know what they're called. Editors? Editors, yeah, it's, I call them editors. At this point, I think we're a little short on resources to dedicate to that right now, though. So we need to get some fresh. Okay, so well, let's, oh, go ahead, Chad. I was just going to say maybe that's one of the things that we can have in the, um, you know, what can I do now? Maybe we exactly. have a form that, you know, we can kind of outline some future responsibilities that we're expecting, and then people can fill out the form and say, hey, I'm willing to do this, that, the other. So are we wanting uh, to use the same form we've been using uh, for the application process, or do we want to create a new one uh, for that page, a completely independent one? Um, I'd have to look at that one again. I don't remember what all we had on there. It's pretty much a requirement at this point that uh, anybody be on Discord to be involved. So wouldn't it be a, a like an education area, and wouldn't that already be under the volunteers? Like, isn't there people that can already kind of poke to be a part of it? Because like, I know I signed up for the education volunteer forum, and that be under education for me, and I'd be down to be a part of the wiki, um, and help like just build out even a page a day. If I we we do have people saying, I filled out the form. What can I do now? You know, right. you guys, guys haven't contacted me. Why don't we tap those people? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I would agree. All right. So going down in the notes is Zoe's taking charge of the wiki. <laughs> Thank you, Zoe. Yeah, fair enough. That's a project I wanted to do for a while, so... Now's the time. Now is your dreams realized. <laughs> More than one way. All right, um, so let's go yeah, ahead, Jim. One, yeah, one thing, uh, what you just said about that you have people signing up and and you you know they're ready to go, but you don't really have a uh, a plan for them yet. Uh, majority of the people do. But while, while they while they might not necessarily like to be ordered around, they look they do like to be given direction, you know, a pathway that they can follow. And uh, I don't know if you guys discussed this uh, in in at length, like what you want the people to actually do volunteer for you. I understand you have a multitude of things come uh, you're working on in roles, but. 90% of, of the people who will be looking at joining you will not necessarily be involved in the kitchen stuff. But yeah, looking, this is why we need community. to... We'll need to outline and, and give clear direction on the tasks. We need to define the tasks clearly. I think you simply need to have a, a designed process for that, what you, what you want to do with these people. We have some of that. Yeah, we do have some of that, but a lot of it has dependencies on the filing. Like, like this is the whole hurry up. And 
like the community, launch, like the community, you will have one so. opportunity to bring people in, and I don't think you want misfires on that front because no, you know it'll be true. new and fresh and and you want to hit the ground running and you don't want to put people in a situation. Awesome that you're here. Just wait until we figure out what to do with you. No, that's good. So let's let's do that now. Let's those people that are we already have those people. So let's define these tasks that we have coming out of this meeting and put them up there and contact them, Chad. I don't know. I don't know how we could do that best, but uh, or who has all the data from those forms? Uh, I have them. Actually, let me um, let me pull yeah, I'll, up and I'll, just see uh, how many entries that. we have. Uh, I'll second what he said. Um, I know I filled out the form, and uh, I mean, I kind of listen in on the Wednesday calls, but uh, I, I honestly have no idea how I can contribute. So, <laughs> just looking for guidance. So, a couple of things. Looking that up, so you did create kind of like a, a duct for. Say again. I think he disconnected. Yeah, I think he dropped. Yeah, we have 39 responses. So there's there's quite a few. I'll get the wiki going tomorrow. Now that I have internet, I am probably going to be up all night anyways. So <laughs> I might as well do something productive. Yeah, so, if you find a place that can host the wiki, I can try to get it uh, incorporated into the website somehow. So, so that's what I'll do. So I already have a hosting account. I'll just uh, get a patchy domain for it, and then you can link to it from the main website. And hopefully you do it that way. I can be kind of independent. I mean, unless we have web hosting or something else that we can link to the main Squishy 654 thing. said to find tasks on the table needing work presently and ask volunteers to complete them. And on that note, Squishy. <laughs> Squishy 654 said um, Once I have the wiki up, I'll poke you slash whomever about volunteers that might want to be moderators slash editors to the wiki. Um, so I'm sure there's a few of us that literally, if we have like three people making one article a day, then linking to YouTube videos that are already out there from YouTubers, said we'd be done connection instantly. Issues. So Zoe, the first step would be defining like its major sections and mm -hmm. you know just its, its structure. So let's look uh, at that first. Like what what is its major sections or like you know beginner guide or region? Yeah, I don't know how we're gonna incorporate the location. How did it start? <laughs> how do I get into it? <laughs> What's the equipment? What do I need to know about uh, frequencies, safety well. issues? I mean, I already have like all this stuff kind of in my head. It wouldn't take me very long to kind of get it out there and then add you, Chad, and everyone else as admins so you can restructure it on the fly. Like that's the great thing about Wiki. It's pretty flexible. Uh, Zoe, I just shared the results of the committee um, applications with you. So if there's, if you want to go through there, I'm looking, looking, where'd you share them? Uh, on Google. So ah. um, your email Google box drive, the, the email box, the thing that I need so it's to, a, it's a Google sheet. And then, um, you should get a notification on your email and then you can see what they chose for, um, 
you know, resources, relevant, relevant affiliations. Um, some of them even have uh, resumes they submitted. Wait, which Google, and I don't know if Google's just being mean to me, but, oh, there it is. <laughs> Google's being mean to me. Uh, right on. See, I know I'll start poking people once I have a more defined role that I can give them, and slash offer them. Um, so yeah, there's plenty of people that want to help out with education. There's responses are for education. Right. So that's that's a great place to put people's resources. And the great thing with the wiki is it's very unstructured. So people can drop in, drop out, add a little bit here, add a little bit there. And it can become its own little education community. Um, as far as like hosting and resources, I'm down to give the domain over to the FPV Freedom Coalition once everything's materialized and transfer, you know, hosting over to you guys. Does um, our website have wiki functionality already? Not that I could see. Yeah, I don't think it does. Kind of yeah, Squarespace it, is it into it. No, but a lot of that stuff can be plugged in, uh, maybe even not directly on it, but again, hosted separately and just linked to. I'd like to see it integrated into the site, just be another it can tab. Be, it can top. be integrated. It just would be as a module. So we'd have to have it hosted off of Squarespace for it to be integrated. Yeah, right. it, it, it would still else. feel integrated. And yeah. if, if we can include it in what they call an iframe, which is like mm -hmm. site within another site, then it would look that way. Yep, and that's what I've done in the past for other wikis. Not my first rodeo, weirdly enough. I I sort of am liking the idea of using a wiki to gain content as well and possibly use it elsewhere. I mean, we, we really need a wiki. I mean, I've been thinking about it forever, and now I've got the resources to do it in a little bit of time. So I'm down to put that into the wiki. It's like it's I a, it's a big project. So try not to buy off more than you can do. Think. Like with the website and hosting setup, I've got like 14 websites right now and a couple of wikis. So it would take me about an hour to get the wiki basic set up and then start inviting a few people tomorrow. Like I can get the outline of it done fairly quickly. Um cool. that's not a big issue. It's like I said, not my first rodeo. If it was my first rodeo, I'd be like, oh God, what am I doing? <laughs> but it's not so i think it'd be a fairly easy project right now now a week ago when i didn't have internet i would have said you're crazy but <laughs> with internet things are much more manageable so do we want to roll up our our rolodex ideas into the wiki or do we want to keep those separate our contact lists and our our lists of, i say um, put that into the wiki Okay, start start building it there. Yeah, if everybody can contribute to it, then it doesn't look like we're playing favorites or anything. Like, anybody can add to it. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah and I don't want to be the primary. Like, I, I want to be someone that helps start the fire. I don't want to keep, you know, giving it kindling. Well, no, it, it needs coordination. It needs management at this point. Oh, yeah, and I'm good at doing stuff like that. Um, but yeah, so wiki wise, I'll update for you guys tomorrow on that. I'll post it in the group chat here in Discord. And if it's up on the internet and live, 
link to the Facebook group too. Perfect. All right, so <clears throat> I want to circle back to the website. So um, in its current form, if we take the community page down for the time being, since yeah, I still think the community aspect to the page, uh, I don't talk about integrating the, the different groups and stuff into the wiki, but we need a community page. But if we take it down for the time being, um, and kind of wrap that ahead of filing. I'm down, but we do need to, you have to remember to take a deep dive uh, through the language for legal. Yeah, I can, I can put it up tonight. And we don't want to ask legal to do it, so we need to make sure that we're very thorough and complete on that. Yeah. I'll go through it, um, and Dan, if you want to go through it as well, so we can have a two-person sign-off saying we're good. Um, yeah, just make sure there's nothing we're assumptive misrepresenting yeah. ourselves in any way. Absolutely, um, and we can. I mean, I know I'll take a look through every page tonight and make sure we're good there. I already added the language to the front page, um, and uh, I think we would be good for rollout of. Dave or Chad, any objections to that? No, not at all. Hey, Dave, take a look. See where he's added it. Um, is that clear enough, or do we need to draw more attention to it in any way? Looking, looking. I'm just thinking if it was like in red text or something like that, if, if you know. Do we want it to stand out more? Uh, I mean, it's, it's, I love the words. I think that's spot on. Uh, if we want to you know, punch the, the font size up a little or color, that would uh, certainly help. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. Okay, can do. Yeah. I don't know, does it really need to be that obvious? And I don't know. For some reason, to me, it sounds it seems more like the little asterisks on a TV commercial, like you know, I don't know. The little I'm subtitle. I'm more concerned with um, the legal departments of other organizations scanning our website and looking specifically for it. We want them to see it and. Sounds good. If they see that, then then they'll they'll have to assume we've scoured the thing for the rest of anything else, <laughs> right? Yeah. Plus, to me, if you know, if I'm, you know, this, it's okay to be in the beginning stages. I mean, I agree with the whole notion that you know we try to polish the website as best we can before we launch it. But when we launch it, we will be b before we've gained approval, and so it, it's okay to be. Uh, yeah, in this stage, but I, I think it's a really important to state it. So I, I like the the approach. Hey, look at that! A fixed wing FPV on the website. There's a, a few of them hiding in there. Yeah. Oh, there's a wing. 
by the way, on the on the checklists, I would recommend adding space for date, location, and maybe signature, some form. Oh, you mean on the FPV, like the the pre-flights and the actual files? Yeah. yeah, that's good okay. suggestion. Actually. Yeah, I can do that. That's easy. Makes it more official of a document if you want to use it that way. It's a log, yeah. But having said that, have you guys thought about an app? Uh, the conversation has come up before, um, but uh, it wasn't really uh, heavily discussed, but it has come up before. Is along the lines of uh, a flight log? Is that what you're thinking, Janik? Uh, yes, Fly, uh, flight logs. Uh, flight logs as a map. Again, another layer of safety that you can offer to your members. If we could provide a service like AirMap or something like that, that that would be incredible. But it costs so much money to develop something like. That. This is where we get somebody like Red Cat to jump in and, you know, take our wants and wishes and design and throw theirs in with it. Or there are um, app developers in the FPV community we could tap, but none of those guys are going to work for free. Mm, in Europe, we've got, a, we've got an application called Drone Raider. Uh, it allows people to basically mark where they're flying. But having said that, it's primarily used for, for commercial operations. Most of the apps in the U.S. are for commercial uh, use, too. I think the only recreational stuff is mostly geared toward race. One more thing before we wrap up. I know we're getting a little short on time, but the um, the timeline that G36 had, do we want to get that up on the website? Um, just get it copy and pasted over there in the resources now in its current form, or do we want to review it? What do you guys think? Put it up. I, yeah, I'd be happy to go ahead and put it up if everyone's yeah. okay with the words that are on it. I know the G G36 has gone through it a couple times to make sure that it's all good. Um, I haven't gone through it myself. I don't know who else has reviewed it, um, even for just typos. But um, if this thing is good, I think that we should get, get this out there ASAP. Yeah. I'd say put it up. Yeah, put it up. Let's it. copy and paste it in. And, and uh, I mean, I've caught a couple of typos here and there on the website. No big deal. We can kind of correct them as we go. So, um, and uh, as it goes up, I mean, once Dan gets it up, we can all take a quick gander at it and, and do a once over. I want to propagate this. So if we could get this propagated within two days, like within days, could we do that? Yeah, it sounds doable. Let's do it. Let me know when and I'll start firing it off. Sounds good. Oh, on a slightly related note, um, 
We also have a branding page that's not linked anywhere. Um, I can post it down here. That may be helpful for Zoe if she needs to put any branding stuff on the wiki page or for other people here. Where is the branding page? Is that only about us? No, it's uh, it's hidden. It's not linked anywhere. Um, we kept it separate so that um, it's relevant only for those who are kind of creating content for us. Got it. So don't go changing the logo or we'll have to make a lot of changes to the branding page. No, uh, uh, does the branding page include anything other than the content itself? Does it have anything about font or colors? And I know it has colors, but does it does it outline policy at all about its use? No, no, there's no policy on there right now. No, not yet. In the general chat and take a look at it if you'd like. Uh, these business guys, um, like Chad, might be able to give us advice on what we... Well, we can have like some outlines around that. Yeah. Uh, wait, what do we, where, where are we? The branding material. Just tell people don't use it inappropriately and then it's covered. Well, well, what you're well, looking for, what you're, what you're looking for is a style guideline. That's what it is. It's yeah. a style guide. It's like the, the enterprise style guide, whatever you want to call it. Right. Yeah. And we can, we can do a version, um, possibly and without text i would love to have a little uh like what are those pins called those um what are they made out of it's got the you're talking about the pips place an a no the little pins that you you has as this you know the the needle on the back and a lapel pin yeah like yeah they're, they're metal what, what are they called that's yeah. a pewter like oh, an enamel pin? Oh. enamel that's what it is yeah. Okay, it's a and A, but uh, but you know that's from a. I have a a brother who's a jeweler, so that's okay. Ah, uh, <laughs> no, I just mean the cheap ones. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Lapel pin. I, I like we got the little animation too. That's cool, and it plays. Yeah. That was put together by um guy who works for Adobe. If you. Sweet. No, this is great. Yeah, so normal things that would be in a style guide is uh, uh, the placement where we, where the logo is used, uh, size of the logo in relation to the rest of the page, uh, not putting it next to uh, uh, other logos when we're talking about something, things of that nature. Do you have an example? Do you already work with these? Do you have one of these for another organization? Uh, I, I don't have IBM style guide, but that's you. Can, you can look them. Up I have too, Calper but... style guide. I use it all the time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> In fact, I helped write it, so I should know how to do this. But I have I have to deal with like accessibility things and all kinds of stuff. We probably don't have to worry. About. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Yeah, once once we're like subject to OSHA regulations and stuff, we'll worry about it. I mean, I've experienced. I have. I've seen style guides. I've not written them, but I've seen them that we can base it off of. But um, 
you know, other things would be like what color, you know, like when to use the white logo, when to use the black logo, you know, all that yeah. kind of stuff. Well, if you guys can think of any of that stuff, you Actually, and uh, Zero, put yeah. it on. I have one. Um, this is for a project that, oh boy, I started a long time ago and never got finished called the Multi-Rotor Database. Sounds like a wiki. It actually was supposed to be. <laughs> Snooze you lose, bro. Coalition no. in the house. <laughs> so what sounds better? Oh, wait, can you hear me? Yep. Totally. Oh, hey, it works. Wow. Okay. That's amazing. Um, so um, wefly.wiki or flightline.wiki? I don't hear FPV anywhere in that title. Yeah. I was going to say, that's what well, I was FPV just waiting FPV for. Is well, FPVFC available? FPVFC.wiki? Actually, probably. I would go for the lowest common denominator and call it the drone wiki. <laughs> like you need to That's be, you, 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 you can't be sophisticated. You have to hit them right between the eyes. With That's that true. Stuff. You do have to know your audience on this one. Is this one written for our community or is this written for the public? Okay, officially call the drone wiki. Don't buy the domain. It's mine. <laughs> this thing is going live in the next hour. Drone wiki? The drone dot wiki. Bam. That's a great name. I, that's that's kind of feedback I needed. There you go, Fizero. There's some good stuff on the style guide. Do you see that? Yep, I see it. Just an outline of the types of information we, we need to put up there or include for our people. Yeah, the bottom section is actually, the bottom half of that's more for the what was going to be the website. <clears throat> so I have not taken very good notes during this meeting, and I know there's probably about five things I need to remember. So maybe you guys could remind me tomorrow. Got a couple of things we want to get out within the next couple of the days. And then is there anything else that we need to cover before we call this? We're already at an hour and 20 minutes. I 20 minutes. I think we're probably pretty good. Yeah, unless you guys got anything else. Um, I don't think there's anything else we can call out right now. Let's get this work done and then let's outline and define some of these other, we, we, we need to produce work. We need to produce some guidance uh, for the volunteers. So I think that's our, that's our big goal here for the next week. Yeah, I think let's, let's a uh, couple of keynotes here. So let's get the website ready to release uh, so we can release that in the next couple of days. Hopefully um, let's get G36's uh, deadlines up on the website um and i'm gonna spam that so put a asterisk for squishy spam in that <laughs> and then uh we've got uh zoe taking taking lead on the uh drone wiki and um i think those are the couple big things i need to finish up the bylaws um and get that squared away so that we can actually file so that's on me now 
And anything else I missed, guys? That's good. Oh, and uh, guidelines for volunteers. All right. Well, tasks really that you know that the whole "what can I do to help" yeah. button on the website needs to have some follow through. Content it, yeah. I would also recommend that you take the opportunity and when people sign up, softly try to mine them for useful information, because while you just said you know a lot of the groups, the local groups, there's always going to be something you've missed. So ask people about their local environment. And that will give you useful information that uh, you know you can use to contact people and expand your reach, but also it will give you potentially useful statistics to use in the future. Absolutely. All so right, you guys. should look at your sign-up, basically, form. Absolutely. Thank you, Janik. You've made a lot of great uh, contributions for us this week. Uh, yeah, thanks for your perspective, dude. Is, is definitely needed, so. I'm happy to help. I stayed up for this stuff. Yeah, it's, it's quite half past I was four going to here. say, yeah, it's really late or really early for you. I was looking at that. Yep. If and we need to change off. the time for these, let me know, you guys. If this isn't working out, you guys can think of a better time or something that would bring more people. Well, we have a lot of West Coast folks. Don't mind on, me. Right? Don't mind uh, me. I'm 6 a.m. I don't think we have a lot of West Coast folks. We just want to account for them. That's all. East and Yeah. So in taking off what Janik, Janik said, if uh, if you know people who would like to take a look at our website who have never looked at it before, point them to it, watch them use it, uh, and see how they navigate it and give us feedback. Yeah, I made the mistake of letting a webmaster review it. So she came <laughs> back like, yeah, it works great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. Well, you know, consider this. Your website is your product that you're trying to sell to, to the people. Just take a look at it and see how you can actually make it work as a product. Yeah. And um, I thank you all for joining in, uh, giving us your feedback, giving us your opinions. That's what we need. So uh, we got a lot of good go do's, and so now we need to go do. So thank you all, as always. Yeah, thanks, everybody. Thank you. Right, Take thanks. care. Okay, good night. See you, guys.